Hello, welcome to another episode of Time Spot on the Beat with me, K Rajan of the New Straits Times. Today in the studio we have the 2023 Cambodia Sea Games Chef Dimishon Datuk Muhammad Nasir Ali to talk about the 32nd Sea Games which we held from May 5 to 17. Datuk, welcome to the studio. Thank you, Raja. Thank you for making time for us. Thank you very much. Uh, Datuk, before we get into the details, uh, maybe you can share a bit about yourself. Oh, I'm uh, Muhammad Nasir Ali. I'm the Assistant Treasurer in Olympic Council Malaysia. At the same time, I'm the Deputy President of the um, Malaysian Federation of Weightlifting. So the, basically, I'm, I'm, an, I'm also the President of uh, Weightlifting Association of Putrajaya. Okay, Dato, uh, you you know you have been in Malaysian sports, weightlifting, uh, OCM, so you are well aware. So uh, starting off, how do you see this responsibility uh, handling oh. the, the contingent? <laughs> Well, I never dream of having this position as, as Chef Dimishon, but I'm taking it very seriously and I think it's a heavy responsibility. And I think it's, it's more of uh, working for the nation. So the wor- workload is basically to ensure that, that the team is prepared, team is ready to go to the games at the same time. More importantly, to be able to uh, win medals and, and bring glory to the country. Uh, as you know, last uh, event in Hanoi, we were just out of COVID, you see. So because of that, uh, most of our athletes were not in action for about two years. So and that was like uh, a starting them for them to be getting back active in sports. So we are just hoping that the SEA Games in uh, in Cambodia will be able to do much better. Okay, uh, Dato, uh, for these SEA Games, like you said, covid Sea Games we had and moving on from that uh, this time I think the OCM the, the National Sports Council uh, have opted for younger group of athletes uh, a large number of uh, young athletes this contingent this time yes these athletes young ambitious energetic but they like the experience what's your expectation on these athletes Tato? yeah you, you're right I think we have about slightly more than 50% of the athletes are below 20 years old And a bulk of them are first time no, outing into international arena, um, more so in a multi-sports uh, competition. My expectations from them is for them to seize the opportunity to uh, be able to attain world-class level and at the same time to also be able to bring laurels to the country. And most of them, their major experience were basically at Sukma levels. So this is a big jump for them. And if they can perform well at SEA Games, I would be very happy if they could excel and move on to Asian Games, Standard, uh, Commonwealth Games, and of course, uh, Olympics. Dato, uh, when it comes to games, major games, multi-games, uh, we cannot run away uh, from the target. And these are the questions that usually all the CDMs will dread. Uh, the fans, the nation, even the media, we are always stick to this matter. Tally, target, that is always the end talk. But um, we know that SEA Games, the events, depending on the host, they will decide what are the sports. Yes. If they are strong at it, they would contest the sports. Sports <coughs> that we are strong in, usually uh, will be will be neglected, will be will be not be competed. So as a host, do you think 
this sea games yes we want to athletes to do well but do you think it's just a medal tally would be a, a gauge that to see how the athlete performs or do you think the KBS the National Sports Council the OCM maybe come out with a different uh, way or mechanism to gauge the athlete's performance well of course uh, in any games uh, the the outcome of the medals matters you know you, you can give all kind of excuses by the end of the day statistics they say don't lie but uh One of the disadvantage we have when we are not the host is like like you correctly says the host will do certain things where your favorite games or your games yeah. where you're strong you may be able to co- you may not be able to compete. For example, in this uh, coming uh, Cambodian uh, Sea Games, we find that we are not able to compete in squash, uh, lawn bowl, lawn bowl, gym rama, you know, archery, uh, shooting, and also ten pin bowling and among others. Uh, including uh, bodybuilding you know? so we probably lost a lot of goals there you know some goals there but uh, i think we will have to move on and do the best in what we can in the other games but uh, i'm very confident that uh, our national sports council and the ministry and also institute uh, sukanagara already have a game plan and they've already adjusted uh, the, the the games that we, we we can excel and also games that we probably can give a strong challenge so in that sense i think uh, as far as mechanism is already in in place uh, in right from training coach coaches facilities and also including analysis of our competitors strength and weakness and uh, one important aspect which i also did bring up with them which they are aware is the psychological aspect of uh, the athletes uh, of course a lot of times when the athletes they are very skillful they are very good but that one bit of mental strength and then we lose the goal so in this time around we did ask in institute sukanagara to actually give us a more psychological aspect of it so mm-hmm. we are in fact they are placing two or three of the psychologists full time in in cambodia uh, that's that's a uh, promising that is because based on my experience watching that little bit like you said that, that yes. little bit push Correct. psychological edge Uh, we have missed middle Correct. medals on that small short margin <laughs> so now have more psychologics in the in the contingent that would be a big help for especially like you said we have a lot of young athletes so yeah. they would need yeah. this yeah first time mm. and that talking about contingent uh, i think ocm have taken this initiative to bring in former athletes former national stars to come and help out with with the contingent they usually have a season administrators like datu and then they have assistants CDMs. Uh, now for these Sea Games, uh, we have two deputies in Datuk Shalin and Sharon V, athletes who have performed, and Shalin is with NSC now. She also performing there, helping out. Um, do you see that athletes when they retire or they no more competing, mm. coming in, bringing an impact to the contingent, like uh, return, just not just contingent, in other aspects as well, coming in and giving back to the sports. Do you see that uh, that is something that says that athletes are not neglected? OCM, MSN, KBS still, um, how to say, give a platform to contribute back and how you feel about that, Dato? Yeah, I, I, yes, I do. In fact, uh, I'm fortunate to have both Shalin and uh, Sharon with me. Shalin is already a uh, five-time National Sports Woman of the Year. You know. She actually won about 20 gold medals uh, at SEA Games. And uh, she's also Vice President of Nation 10 Pin Bowling Congress. 
and president of the OCM Athletics uh, Commission. And Sharon is also another well-known uh, celebrity, sports celebrity. She's vice president of Squash Record Association Malaysia. She participated in five editions of the Sea Games, and she mm. won uh, five gold in those competition. And besides that, she also takes part in other squash competitions. So above all, uh, I'm very fortunate to have the services of these two, whom we we chose partly because they are already experienced as an athlete themselves, and more so because their experience and uh, their what they've gone through it will be helpful where they can guide. The athletes, as the game go, comes along, even before now, in terms of tapes, advisors, and all that, and uh, more also, the athletes when they see Charlene and Sharon, they have a figure that they can respect and a figure they would like to emulate. So in that sense, Charlene and Sharon provides a very good uh, positive vibes to the contingent. Yeah. How's your interaction with them? Because I've seen them with you when we visited some of the uh, athlete during the training camp. Uh, you guys looks you look very uh, how to say coordinated one. You guys like all on the same right. page. You guys just fit well together, yeah. and in a very short time, I'm surprised. Wow, uh, OCM <laughs> is doing something right. But can you share your work experience with, with this? Well, I two hope ladies? so. Uh, like I see, I'm fortunate. Uh, but both of them are very uh, friendly, and they they've got uh, I mean very good character and, and personalities. And I'm very much. Uh, Amazed that we can get along. I think uh, partly because I'm also in, in need of uh, working together with them, and and they probably look at me as someone who probably a bit more like a big brother, that kind of thing. But yes, you are right. The three of us get along together, and and uh, we complement each other's uh, strength, knowledge, mm-hmm. and all that. And although both of them are basically they are individual sport, although they do have teams event on that. But but I have also experienced meeting teams of bigger sizes, so I'm just thankful that we are working out together well. Yeah, when it comes to Sea Games, we can't escape. We had some cases of doping cases before. You come from in uh, weightlifting. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I know the federation. I know the president have worked so well to try to eradicate. It's not just uh, maybe the weightlifting gets the spotlight, yeah. but there are other sports, and you can see there's always a work from KBS, MSN, ISN to fix this. Can you share this time what more actions have been strengthened? I have heard that they are from the weightlifters. They have weekly or monthly tests. Been done. The test samples have been taken, which is, I don't think a lot of sports do that. <laughs> that is how tight uh, our weightlifters are being monitored. Yeah. But maybe that's all you can share. Yeah, of course. Uh, somehow weightlifters is linked to doping more often than other sports. But a lot of people don't know that when even at Sukma levels, when we do the games, uh, the weightlifters are tested before the game starts, during the games randomly, and those goals goal winners have to go immediately go do a test, and even after that. So that's how, how how tight it is in for weightlifting. But anyway, uh, this is the area of Adamas, and Adamas is uh, continuing uh, their own testing, and they have conducted uh, a lot of tests for various sports, including sports high risk like uh, weightlifting, lah. But so ahead of the games, Adamas is expected to carry out smart testing, which covers urine samples, blood tests, steroid profiling, and athlete biological passport. So besides that, all the while, I think Adamas and also the various associations, we do conduct uh, seminars and 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 talks about the uh, doping issues, and uh, at the end of the day, we 
also engage with the coaches and managers and impress on them that at the end of the day, they themselves are responsible for all substances that are found in the in the blood and thus they must be very careful of what they take mm. what they eat and if they are in doubt whatever medication if they are on medication they can always refer to ISN or refer to the coaches and managers so I would say that as far as doping issues we are trying our best to make sure that this will not arise in Cambodia because I, I know uh, the MSN the KBS OCM looks at this very seriously yes And every multi-games, every tamasha kind of a tournament, competition, <laughs> the work that been done, it's always a lot. But there are still one yeah. or two slip through and um, it, it, it comes, end of the day, it comes to the coaches, probably some responsibility there, mm. athlete themselves. Sad lah, because like they said, uh, the proverb was, sebab ni last titik rosak susu sebelanga. But uh, I'm, I'm confident that this will be improved over, uh, over time, yeah. You have visited few athletes preparing for the Sea Games. What seems the feedback from the athletes, and what are the things, the concern, the things that running on their mind? Uh, we have less than a month before the Sea mm. Games, so yeah. what what are the athletes thinking? What are the feedbacks? Well, some of the athletes don't seem to want to complain anything to me, <laughs> but I get feedback from the coaches and the team managers. I talk to them and all that. Although I also ask the athletes, they are all quite happy. Uh, most of them are basically very high spirits and really looking forward to be in the games. You know, uh, and those I, even those athletes who are injured who was hoping mm. to for full recovery quickly. Uh, of course, the the coaches and the team managers does raise issues, concern about uh, transportation, food, lodging, all that. Which I told them, as far as transportation issue, not a major one compared to Hanoi, mm. because there's a games village in Hanoi. They had to stay in hotels, so there's a games village which is just beside the stadium, about 15 minutes walk, and all the other sports facilities. So, so that's resolve one of the major headaches that we probably have, if not for. For this station where they have a games village, food, uh, halal food, or that they've given us assurance that they make sure that the food is halal for those who wants halal food and all that, and also lodging. The last time we were told that uh, the, uh, the games village that was in January was about 80% completed, but now from the photographs that I received and some friends who were over there, I did ask them, it's like physically is completed. So now they are in the stage of. Putting some fittings, furnitures, beddings, all that, and in fact, they've mm. just in- installed the uh, high-speed high Wi-Fi uh. at the Games Village and the stadium. All that. So I think uh, they will be prepared to, for the opening uh, of the games on the fifth. And in fact, there is a opening ceremony of the, the stadium on 20th of April. Uh. Uh, uh, so. We would be confident that they should be ready. So, will you be uh, anyone from our contingent? Uh, anyone will be heading for the stadium opening oh, yeah, ceremony. Yeah, yeah, opening ceremony will have a uh, much pass on that. So, as far as uh, the feedback, I think they are very excited, and everybody's training, and I think they are like in the mode of intensive training now. Okay. Intensive training. Yeah. So it's quite quite. Uh, Not too surprising oh. that our athletes are lit tight lip when it comes to <laughs> talking to the official uh, young athletes. Maybe this is something that the athletes need to to be yeah. able to express themselves if they have some concern, because you're there to guide them mm. to to to, yeah. to to take care of them. You're going to take their take care of them for almost two weeks there, more right. than two weeks there. So 
if they have this relationship like like a father you can mm. just go mm. and approach and talk hey that uh, there's something wrong it'll be easier hopefully team managers coaches can yes. can, can tell the athletes yes. okay be more expressive correct uh, the, yeah <laughs> more, communication, uh, right, more communication more communication if uh, uh, Charlene and uh, Sharon whenever they meet the athletes they'll tell about the experience the routine they probably have to do you know the anxiety the pressure and so uh, that's good uh, because I'm more concerned about those who have never been mm. in a multi-sport you know where the environment you got like first what, time 10,000 huh? athletes all that, you know, competing and then you've got you go into a stadium like you know, people shouting at you so it's good that I have these two athletes with me so ex-athletes and at the same time we are telling the, our athletes no you go there focus do your best and we'll become out well yeah. um, going back a little bit about the facilities there were stories here and there not much information being getting from, from mm. the Cambodian side on the facilities the venues how complete you are good to hear that the accommodation part is quite okay Uh, nearing completion I think uh, It'll be ready mm. Logistic Like you said mm. A games village mm. So there's no much Travelling involved yes. But in terms of venues uh, When was the last time You visited them And, and how's the progress there? I visited Phnom Penh Last A year ago Then the last one Was in January So The time when I went January All the sports uh, Facilities And sports venues Seems to be Almost completed You know the main stadium and uh, the courts the field and all that so as far as uh, sports facilities and uh, competition areas are they are they are ready ready and they are of very good standards uh. any other venues like Siem Reap because we know that there are few satellite yeah. venues but a yeah. uh, little bit further than Phnom Penh no yeah. so any updates from that side uh, Sianuville is uh, uh, there's four sports there basically more for water sports and beach volleyball that's about 300 Uh, over kilometers from Phnom Penh so but uh, there is no issue because they have already set up beside the the, the sea so that that's okay uh, Sianoville uh, sorry that was Sianoville Siam Reap is where we're going to have only two events uh, cycling and marathon so they're probably running around cycling around Angkor Wat and all that so not an issue lah No, no issue because the, the tracks all is is already they're already there. So as for the other one is boat race in Kampot. A boat race, I we didn't go to Kampot, but it would be it's on it's on, it's on a river, so so it should be all right. Nah. And then we have another one side cap, which is triathlon, aquathlon, and duathlon. So that's about the other areas other than Phnom Penh. So I would think it's not a big problem there. In terms of preparation Okay, good to hear that Yeah uh, I thought maybe we can get uh, I've been hearing that Sorry, I've been hearing that The technical uh, book from the organizers are out I think I Some official from MSN mm. And I see two, I met them last Saturday So okay. the, the books are The technical books are out Uh, maybe there's more updates from the side the organizer in terms of technical event things that uh, you can update us. I think uh, technicals and all the, uh, the books or uh, rules are already out, except for one or two games. I'm told mm-hmm. some because uh, they have not finished it yet in Cambodia because there are some some sports which are quite new to to them. Like wushu, uh, like uh, one or two the other other sports, which they're not familiar. So other from our country or other country are helping them to do that. No, so but it should be should be not a major issue. I would think those things should be in place soon. I hear that Chong, uh, our wushu wushu mm. Malaysian wushu federation, 
president have been helping them <laughs> yeah, so he having, has a lot yeah. uh, he he basically i think running the organization <laughs> helping the host from here to which organize is, uh, yeah. to organize getting the technical part the judging the the even i hear some of the facilities also he is helping he out together, yeah, yeah. Uh, so which is another very good thing we ocm yes athlete yes performance yes but we also helping our neighboring yes. countries we are sharing our expertise we we want them to come up as well how you see this relationship end of the day we are neighbors mm. we want them to improve as well yeah mm. we wushu we are world champions we are quite good we are known for our our wushu exponents uh, but in terms of neighborly relationship that's how you see this kind of positive things i think uh, it's our relationship with cambodia is very good because uh, apparently our previous secretary general that to say he was the one who actually helped them to set up uh-huh. the the the, the associations all that and was all the time encouraging them to host as uh, to to become host no so we think that our, we can what we can do and help we will help so that's we are all neighbors anyway and this is the first time they're organizing all the more they need help la. so that is ongoing okay when we know that new country a uh, smaller country mm. having a uh, hosting first time they would be definitely when it comes to sea game there will be teething problem yeah, yeah, here and that sure. things cannot be perfect uh, and there is a multi games there will be thousands of athletes all over southeast asia there in not yet uh, considering the crowd the fans who are coming there supporters visitors so how you see uh, for our contingent our athletes to temper the expectation mm-hmm. and for malaysian uh, mm-hmm. sports fan as well what what would be there We Advice. have informed our athletes to be number one. Be aware that temperature is very high, forty forty degrees plus is hot. So don't, get yourself hydrated all the time. At the same time, we've got news that uh, schools, universities, colleges, <laughs> kindergartens are going to be closed from twentieth uh, April to eighteenth May. So you can see the crowd or the local crowd will be there, and then also they have decided not to charge for any games at all. So oh, you can go. All games are free of charge. So you oh. can see the crowd, the athletes. I think in a way it's a whole lot of fun as well, you know. And you know uh, we are a bit far, but uh, people like Vietnam, they're only about 250 kilometers away. They're going to send a lot of supporters. So in the end, my my hope is that we go there. We go and fight for our medals, but at the same time, we enjoy ourselves there, and more so importantly, to make sure our flag is always raised during each games. Yeah. Okay, so in terms of it's already fasting months, yeah. So the the athletes training is already raya coming up, yes, and then it's very close. So definitely it will affect athletes are professionals; mm. they mm. will do their job, but physiologically. Yeah, there will be it impact. Does. It does, and then we need to be ready for the hot weather. You said you have mm. stretched so many times. It's going to be very yeah. hot there, dusty. In terms of physiologically being ready for that, mm. one thing. Second, in terms of medical preparedness for our contingent. Oh, medical team. I said sending about forty medical, okay. uh, including the measures on it. So they are quite quite hope can be able to cope. I think what's important is our at least they are already used. They already conditioning themselves to the fasting months, and then after high raya, they got about ten days or so, you know, mm. where they can go back to normal season training. So I'm confident that they will be able to condition themselves and time themselves so that they peak at the games when the game mm. started starts, you know. 
because we we told them what's important in sea games to win medals is one thing but to win medals so that they can go to the next level of mm. participating in asian games you know this is the first level of multi sports international level so they have to do well so that they can go to asian games where the competition is in the whole of asia much more rigorous much more fierce so if they can do that and that means we have succeeded in getting the young or in their experience athletes to perform better than they had that means you're tough your your job just got done tougher because this is the first step the stepping stone yeah. to the international stage correct so first step is always the crucial step to expose them one to get them perform is number two a bit more on the plate <laughs> and you have to oversee yeah, everyone yeah. Yeah, but I think I'm very confident the associations themselves uh, and also MSN and ISN, they have been monitoring and planning a lot of for these athletes. So I think for, from what they've done, I'm quite confident that me and Charlene and Sharon will do our part to make sure that the objectives is reached. That's what the visiting have, uh, athlete visit, the training visit have a little bit slowed down because of fasting months. Mm. Any new things coming up to visit? Any other new events with yeah, athletes? Yeah, we, uh, we visited almost all during fasting months. There are a few sports we couldn't go because it's too far, like sailing in Langkawi and all that. But there are a few ones or two more which we, we still haven't gone, like bowls, you know, which is petang. Mm. Uh, very few. And we may go one or two sports the second round. But other than that, I think uh, the message is getting through because through our visits, one thing, through our website, and then through the media coverage. And I think as the games gets nearer, I really hope the media will be able to cover more on the SEA Games. Uh, I really hope so. That will have a lot. You mentioned that uh, the the torch run, yeah. the contingent from Cambodia will come down here in Malaysia. A uh, little bit on that Well Still in the planning stage But we are Going to do a small run Somewhere In maybe In KL of course huh? uh, Maybe from OCM Or Putraja They are still In the, in the finalised part But It is uh, Going to be uh, On the 11th morning So we we hoping uh, Maybe the crowd And uh, the public Can participate But let's see Whether we don't disturb The traffic of KL So Okay, okay. True, true. Thank you Okay <laughs> We have come to the end Of the uh, Our session today uh, With Datuna Seh the CDM of the uh, Malaysian contingent for the Cambodian Sea Games. Dato, thank you so much for your time. Uh, you took your time, busy uh, schedule. You have your things to run around. You still made time for us and to talk about our athletes, our contingent. We wish you success. We wish, wish the contingent success. Thank you, Dato, for your thank time. Thank you so much. Thank you, NST. Thank you, Rajan. So nice of you to call me. Thank you so much. You can listen to the podcast on Audio Plus, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you.